0: field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's caught the ball at
1: the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air.
0: That's what you're really hoping for. That they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation.
1: And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee. They head to the field. The- Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined
0: by my father and co-host, Brian Flush. Hey there, Bear fans.
1: How's the eye?
0: The eye is doing much, much better. Thank you, Tyler, for um, covering for me last week. It
1: felt, oh, it, it, I wouldn't thank me yet. I don't think you listened back to the episode. Well,
0: I have, I have faith in you, son. And it, it really did feel like uh, I'd been out in the Sahara Desert in a sandstorm. I had so much I grit could, in my eyes. I couldn't
1: look at you. You were blinking so. Yeah, deep it much.
0: was it was terrible.
1: It was and it then was really and then bad. like your eye was just like water was yeah. coming, like you were crying. I go, okay, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, I I really appreciated your help.
0: I was like, we have to stop this. <laughs> yeah, stop the pain. Stop the pain. Speaking of stopping the pain, are we now one week closer to maybe Nagy getting fired? because I think we're already
1: there I think he's already gone uh fair assessment like I mean everything that is happening we all predicted last year um I think any bears fan that thought that this year would be different than last year is just, just they're full of yeah full of denial <sighs> look I don't know man like this whole season like how w- <laughs> okay I'll just sum it up How great was it, right, that it just sums up like this, that Andy Dalton was the guy that Matt Nagy wanted before the draft. We get Andy Dalton. He still says Andy Dalton. He still chooses Andy Dalton. Okay? Very first play of the game, very first pass attempt, excuse me, of the game, Mr. INT. Yeah. I mean, he threw for that game. Couple of them weren't his fault, right? right. But a, but a couple of them were like uh, the well, that, I'd what, say I'd say three of them were the one yeah. with Cole Komet. I don't know what Cole Komet's doing.
0: Yeah, I was going to say you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, he basically fell on the ground and tipped the ball up for the guy to grab it, and um, it it just was it, that was a catchable ball. He should have caught it. But that one, come on, face it, that one interception that he literally. Was trying to toss it, lob it over the guy's head, and the um no, he did a
1: screen. Yeah, and he but he pump fake the screen. If you watch the play, why would you pump fake when no one's there? And basically, when he did the pump fake, the guy goes screen, and then he jumps in front of it and intercepts it. And you're like, oh my god! Yeah,
0: it was it was something else.
1: Uh, the play calling. Uh, I don't believe for 1 second Bill Lazor has called one single play even when they said Bill Lazor was the coach.
0: Yeah, if you watch the sideline. Why does line... he have a walkie-talkie? Right, right. He's got the walkie-talkie and he appears to be in between plays calling the next play.
1: Exactly. There's there's no doubt in my mind that, you, that...
0: <sighs> you, you you don't think Matt Nagy would lie to us, do you? No, I... I uh, that's I, I feel better, because, son. Thank you. Because I know well, it's he just, would never lie to us.
1: But it's not just Matt Nagy. It's not. The whole organization. The whole... I mean, they're lying. Like, so I don't want to just pin that on him. I really don't. Birds of the feather
0: flock together.
1: Well, no, just fuck faces stick together and that's what they, I mean I'm sorry but that's just how I feel like fuck this organ. like sell the team like the the fact that he is still our head coach and everyone you know what this is like this is like you're used like this is what's bad about it and it, you can see it on the players this is like sticking with a girlfriend throughout the holidays instead of breaking up with her Sticking with, or him, sticking with your significant other, right? Like, everyone knows what's going to happen. It just keeps getting worse.
0: Because he can't pull the trigger or he, won't pull the trigger. He beat
1: a team that never won until yesterday. Shout out to the the Vikings. Way to blow that one. Um, which is fine with me. But the point is... You can see it on the players. I don't think the players care. I don't think they're playing. Everyone asked me, "Why is Justin Fields still out?" He didn't look like that didn't look that bad of an injury. And what I what I say to that is, would you want to rush back on that field with him with a coach who doesn't embrace you? Like not only does he not embrace him like on the standpoint of him being a good quarterback, he doesn't
0: embrace him like like hugs or anything, right? You look at we. You and I have talked about this. You look at Andy Dalton come to the sideline, and Nagy's got his arm around A- Andy Dalton. You look at Justin Fields come to the sidelines. Justin Fields sits on the bench. Nagy's no nowhere near near him to be found. Plus, here's my question: Why in the world, folks, would Justin Fields come back now? What are you risking? You're risking more injury. On a potentially franchise quarterback, it, it doesn't make sense. This season's lost already, gang. And if you don't know that this season is lost, you haven't been watching our Bears play, because it's true. There, it's we're done. We're finito, finished. Yeah, it, it's it's the season's over. These guys are are just playing to play. Pause
1: for one second in the podcast. You might hear a little pause. Hold on. All right. Sorry about that. I had to yell at the dog and it seems to not be working at all. He is losing his mind. Uh, I can't. Hold on. I'm sorry. What is going on with this podcast? Last two times now. I, I, I If he keeps barking, I'm going to have to get him. Yep. Okay. okay. He seems to have stopped. There we go. Oh, my gosh. I th- we threw the dog outside. Don't worry. He's a Newfoundland. He can Yeah it's only thirty three degrees here. He's and it's his yeah. summertime. Yeah. And now he barks again. Oh he's about as annoying as the bears. Uh <laughs> with the bears, uh, where were we? Well, I can't hold on. I can't fucking concentrate. Like he is driving me nuts. You 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 talk to the people. I'm gonna go yell at the
0: dog. All right. All right. So here's here's where we're at in in, in from my perspective with this season we've got we we know the bears in my opinion are not going to fire Nagy or pace i mean it's not going to happen um until after the season we've never well i won't say never we've rarely ever fired a gm and a a, a head coach in season so i i yeah and and never have and so you know what's gonna ha- what's gonna happen is um We're going to continue to to get beat. Our offense is last in passing at this point in time. Last. I think we're 27th in terms of uh, rushing. Um, So basically, we have one of the worst pass and run offenses in the NFL. Um, You can't win games like that. Uh, And so literally... Other than um, maybe one or two games more that we could potentially win, uh, I, I just don't see us going anywhere. All right. I'm back. Sorry. It's hard by
1: yourself, isn't it? it? You sound like an idiot, don't you? Yeah. Well, you, well I, you, I, 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 I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm saying
0: in your head, you yeah. sound like an idiot. Yeah. Well, you're trying. You are you know, it it always helps to have you and you're, you're trying to get by. No, so, but I'm saying yeah. without you yesterday,
1: yeah. the whole time I was blabbering, I said, who the fuck wants to hear this? <laughs> like, I have no one to bounce my ideas <laughs> off of. I have nothing, and I just yeah. like I sound like an
0: idiot. Well, it's it's like having a monologue with yourself. I guess it truly is a. a I monologue. was annoyed. <laughs> Speaking
1: of annoyed, the dog is back in the house.
0: Thank goodness. Hopefully, so. He stops it, well, he
1: might whine. So if you hear something, he's a giant baby. He's only ten months old. Okay, moving on. The bears. I'm back. They are not. Uh. I think, like I heard you talking, no, we have never fired a coach ever in the middle of the season. Uh, I don't know what we're waiting on. I think an interim could do anything he could do. I want that whole coaching staff gone. You know what? Sean Desai, I don't... The problem with him is I don't know how good he is at coaching or if the players have just given him... The players... Don't want him there. Okay, the players do not want Nagy there. It's so apparent. Like, what are we gaining by keeping him right now? And that's what I want to ask the front office. Like, what are we doing? What are what? What's the point? All you're doing is bringing morale
0: down. Saying, "Man, the yeah. Bears don't know what to do." Yeah, I wouldn't well, want to play for that, them. The classic example is yesterday. It's it's the fourth quarter. There there is time on the on the clock. You have almost the entire fourth quarter left. And and we're not in any kind of a rush no. to to even attempt to try to win the game. So listen, Nagy. We, gotta, well, but, but it's not just the fourth it, we're it, talking right. up to halftime well, yeah, but, in but, the
1: second quarter but, we're not trying exactly
0: anything. but it's especially apparent in the fourth quarter and here's the deal you would think at that point in time in the game that you would say you know what we really got to start passing the ball but we continued to run 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 now yes Andy Dalton was struggling it was a wet ball it was a wet day it's, it's a, a difficult day to pass the ball but you know you got to still try and when you you as a coach give up like that? I think your team gives up. That's my philosophy, uh, and I think Nagy clearly gave up, um, or someone did. Who's ever calling the plays? I don't because think, of, because I don't, we weren't but calling I, for, for did But see, there's where I disagree. I don't think he gives up.
1: I think he's. We always make these excuses. Stop. He's that bad. When has okay before his job was not on the line. He is coaching the exact same way his job being on the line than when he did when it wasn't on the line, except year one. Year one's the only difference. That's why I completely disagree. Uh, you know, if, you see a, if a, you see a dog run into a car every single day, do you go, man, that that dog, you know, he just, I guess that's just who he is, or do you say he's a dumb dog? Because I would say he's a dumb dog, just like I would say he's a dumb coach. He continues to play the most conservative, laxed, Matt Nagy, don't give a shit football I've ever seen in my life. This whole shit about not calling the plays, calling the plays, it's like it was all disguised. Like we can clearly see him calling plays. Like, for instance, this is what I was going to get back to before the dog. He has if you have the walkie-talkie dad why do you need to talk into it if you're just listening right you should be just listening to the play calls he's like you said he's
0: relaying the plays sure he is sure he is he's he's a he's a part part of the whole play calling even though he says he's not and and that's and it and tied to your point you're right on target i mean he's the same guy win or lose except year 1 and that's the guy i absolutely am despising at this point in time in the, because you would think you would try something different if it wasn't working and it's clearly not working you know what else I'm sick of is his press conferences oh, oh those wow! Are, they're not even worth watching that's but, why I don't even watch them anymore it's, but dad I didn't watch a
1: single thing of it it's clipped it's a mockery like if you're on Instagram it is clipped and it is a mockery he keeps going he does this thing We once we figure out the why the, the why part of why we're losing, th- and I'm paraphrasing here. He says, once we figure out the why, then we'll figure out why we're losing. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I saw the caption on the post said, like, why are you still here?
0: <laughs> I, it, 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 I
1: like the caption better. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, let, let's talk about some other things. There, uh, You know... Here's the thing. I'm happy with the loss. I really am. I want to lose every game from here on out. Uh, we're definitely going to lose the next game. No way Aaron Rodgers is going to let us win that game. And we'll talk about that in detail coming up. What I want to talk about right now is the fact that now, and we have also, I don't know if this is good or not. I, it might be good because you know the quarterback who you have, and I think you have to get a coach. Around him to develop him, but I think that f- for my money, when you get a cu- when when you get a quarterback, I think three solid years, three solid years, I think under the same system is when you can go. This is either our guy or no, this is not our guy. We'll that just kind of got pushed back, right? Right. Because obviously right. Nagy's not going to be the coach anymore, but maybe this is a benefit to us because. Now, I know it didn't work out with Jay Cutler because this is the same type of thing that happened with Jay. Uh, but I think I I, I think I think that's a positive on who we bring in depending on who. Um, I want an offensive-minded coach. I would like a coach. I've said this before. I think key is that we don't go defense. And let me tell you why. It's hard to keep like Kellen Moore. I bring him up all the time. It's going to be very hard for the Cowboys to keep him if he's not the head coach. That And that's why I would like to see a head coach.
0: Yeah, I I would love to see an offensive-minded coach. You know, they brought in, if you guys remember Trestman, they bought brought in Trestman. He was supposed to be an offensive-minded coach. He had some success. If you remember the first September and October, Trestman was there. We kind of lit it up with him, but the NFL is one of the NFL catches on quickly to, to what you're doing. And if you as an offensive coach don't make those adjustments, you, you, you get into trouble. That the same thing happened to Kelly when he came from the, from the college ranks to the professional ranks and he had that super quick offense in terms of you know
1: yeah chip kelly chip
0: kelly yeah came from oregon came from oregon snapping the ball He, he threw everybody off but they adjusted to him great offensive minds adjust to the adjustment and that's what we need is not just someone with a new philosophy but we need someone who can strategically continue to adjust to the to to the strategies in the nfl and so far we really haven't found that person I will disagree with you on that one. Uh, Chip Kelly's offense was
1: amazing. I don't think he – Chip Kelly, they never adjusted to how he played. They could never figure out that offense. He could not figure – he could not make adjustments on himself. He didn't know how to slow it down. So they were scoring so fast, the defense was gassed, and they needed some long drives. But Kelly didn't know how to put that together. Remember, when he came from Oregon, everyone said – no way is this this gonna work. No way is this offense gonna work. It did, and it did well. So that that, that I just I know that's just a side note, but yeah. I just I, he but see that's a, but to your point to bring it back, that's kind of what we have going on that right now. Matt Nagy does not want to adjust to anything, and no. I think a, I think a coach coach needs to learn how to adapt to the times. We we brought this up. Andy Reid adapts
0: to the times. Sean Payton adapts to the times. LA's coach adapts to the times. Why am I blanking? Sean McVay. Up? Sean McVay it adapts to the times. Shanahan, even though he likes to run, he adapts.
1: But you can't really bring them up just because they're younger, in my opinion. Ah, okay. That that that. I mean, they haven't been in that. You, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you can say Brandon Staley, but that's what. That's what I'm talking about. That's the difference. That's the elevation, right? That's what we want to be. we, right. we right. Uh, You see all these other coaches who are younger doing things that w- that the problem is we're having these old coaches, we've talked about this before, who are not adapting. And Nagy somehow is one of these, like, he, he's coaching like he's out of the 1950s. He coaches like Pete Carroll. Yeah.
0: He, really, he really does.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean,
0: it's it's not creative. It's it's you can predict almost every play in in terms of how they how they set the offense. I mean, you know, again, if I can predict the plays and I'm an, uh, and I do it pretty consistently, as you know, I sit right there next to you. Um, you know, the the guys who are playing football can really predict them. Uh, they're just you you can't you can't play like that, gang. You just can't and have any kind of success.
1: Yeah, but I I really I really think that what needs to happen is we we have to and I brought this up because I someone at work told me what you guys need to do is you need to get the defense right and get a defensive coach and then just have someone else run the whole offense. Yeah, and that can work. And that can only work for so long until you're getting another new offensive coordinator. What you're seeing, what is having success, and what is working is the offensive-minded head coach who is in charge of everything at the most important position, which is that quarterback position, which is developing, becoming comfortable with each other, and figuring it out along the way. I mean, look at every other person and the success that you're getting from that.
0: And, And usually, honestly... It takes a couple years to really be in stride. Even when you bring a new offensive mind and a completely different set of of play calling, it takes the wide receivers and the quarterback a significant amount of time to, to adjust to that. So you're not talking, it's not a, usually it's not a one year kind of thing. Usually, it's it takes a year, year and a half to really get into to up to speed. Yeah, but
1: what I'm saying is, if you bring a defensive minded head coach in, one, I don't think the defense needs correcting. I think we're maybe it's just me being arrogant with Bears, but I think I just feel like it's always going to be there when you have an offensive minded head coach. Like, look at the names we have been naming; it's the names that work. Belichick is in charge of that offense. Like, I don't care what you say. He has a finger in everything. He is the most... You're never going to find another one of him. No. So, yeah. move on. Yeah. Broke Brings me to my next point. Kyle Shanahan. Look at all the names. I'm just going to rattle them off. Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, um, Andy Reid, Bruce Arians. What do they all have in common? One, they're offensive guys. Two... Bruce Arians, he's just along for the ride, and, and and you know what? Good on him because I think he's a good coach too. But he he has the piece, and he's just letting that piece well operate. Well, but lo- but but what I'm but let me finish real quick. What I'm saying here is that's the point. Look at all the coaches, and I'm probably leaving some out. Look at all the coaches who bring the offense. What's the difference? That offense stays no matter what. Matt Nagy was the offensive coordinator, and then, then Eric Bieniemy. Okay? Nothing's changed. It's still Andy Reid. So if you get a defensive guy, like, like what's going to happen in Dallas, Mike McCarthy is not that good. <laughs> no. We all know this as Bears fans. <laughs> Kellen Moore is going to move on to bigger and better things. Like... That's why, in my opinion, and, and and I'll wrap this point up, is you have to go offensive-minded so that that base stays there so that the coach has the quarterback. And if, if let's say, I, this would suck, but I would love to see it from a head coach. Let's say a head coach comes in. We have three years of Justin Fields. I'd be okay if he pulled the trigger and said, this guy's not it. I, I would as much as it would suck as a bears fan and it'd be like, God dang we didn't get our guy again. it would show initiative that we have
0: someone I, who's who's adaptive. I agree Tyler because I'm sick and tired of of us hanging on too long to that relationship it's, too, way too long it's to hanging on to that thinking. relationship. And going okay, maybe he just needs another year. Maybe he just does, needs another game.
1: Does, does it remind you of analytics? Oh, yes. Right, like like yeah. p- some people still don't want to believe in analytics. Right, it's still like this. We still have to give him time. We have to give him time. It's like that. It's like that saying too, Dan. Remember? Oh, you gotta. You, you, you can't play him right away. So so here's you, the you, you yeah. remember. You draft yeah. him. You gotta keep him on the bench. Yeah. You can't play yeah. him right away. Yeah. It's
0: you know. You know, I, a, a metaphor that just came to my mind. You know you know why successful professional fishermen are really good? Because when they get to a spot, if they don't catch fish in five minutes, they're on to the next one. Exactly. Okay? That's a great analogy. And and that, you can't, you have to be married, to your point, you have to be married to a system and not married to personalities. Yes, exactly. And so, that- so if you've got a system that is working for you, you don't really care about the personalities. And that's classic Bill Belichick, right? Just do your job. And he's got a system. He doesn't really care if Brady's there or if another quarterback's there. Now, did Brady help him? Absolutely. But another quarterback can do be successful as we've seen this year in the same system. And he's not; his name is not Tom Brady. And by the way, I also want to coach like Bruce Arians that is able to go behind closed doors and tell his players, you know what, you really played like shit today. And 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 you know why the why they love Bruce Arians in Tampa Bay and why they love Bruce Arians everywhere he went? Cuz Bruce was honest with his players. He didn't he didn't cover crap up. If you played bad, he told you you played bad. And if you played great, he lets you know how proud he was of the way you played. I need a guy who's both a system guy and a guy who's an honest guy and a guy who can tell it like it is.
1: I mean, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, you have to. I just feel like that's the way, like, name the last defensive coach that won a Super Bowl. <laughs> it's been a while. <coughs> I mean, the most defensive oriented coach. I can't. I'm trying to think of who that might have been Pete Carroll. Might have been Pete again, you want to talk about yeah. old old people and not adapting He's obsessed with running the ball yeah let let's let's move on and talk about some other things um there has been it's very loose it's a very very i I just want to come out and say this that it, it's very loose rumor um but we have been linked with Sean Payton.
0: I would love to see Sean Payton come to Chicago.
1: I think what you see in Sean Payton
0: I think he's still a
1: genius offensive mind. I think the problem in what you're seeing is you're seeing a guy who had a franchise quarterback and was doing great great things and now that franchise quarterback is gone. So and, uh, again, the dog. Can you can you let him out and I'll finish this point? Yeah. yeah. And just kick him outside. Mhm. I I think with him is like I said, you know, you had a franchise quarterback, and now that franchise quarterback is gone, and when that franchise quarterback's gone, you know, it's all the difference. It's, it, and, and you're seeing it, but I still think, in my opinion, that he has a lot of pep in in his steps. Though, I think that he. Put in the right situation, I think he could be great, and I, I think that could start with Chicago. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We, we've brought up names on this podcast before, and I don't want to, to do that whole thing again where we go around and around and around. But when it comes down to me personally, yeah, I would love Sean Payton. I think he could be the next coach for 10 years if he wanted to be. I think that... Um, I mean, he won a Super Bowl, guys. Like, I I don't know what much more needs to be said on that part. And, you know, everyone goes, well, he plays in a dome. Well, we could be playing in a dome soon, so who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah. And what I like about Sean Payton is Sean's willing not only to, to have a base system like Belichick, but he's also willing to try things that are unconventional.
1: But see, that's what I'm, we're talking about, right? That's what we've been talking about. That base system that, hey, here's the core, but we're going to adapt and we're going to change. Right.
0: So, so yeah, it, good systems have that foundation that they stick with. Correction, good coaches. Good coaches have good systems.
1: Yeah, and they know when to get out. Like you yeah. said, it's a fishing analogy again. When to get the
0: fuck out. Yeah. Like yeah. guess what? Nothing's yeah. working. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't keep throwing the same bait out at this and and nothing's happening. You 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 have to adjust. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of crazy. Insanity, right? Yeah, it's insane. To do that, and if you watch the Bears, there's a little bit of that insanity going on because we do the same thing over and over again. And guess what? We're still last in passing. Wow!
1: I, I also think that the problem is again, like, yeah, what? 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 Are the I if you're a player, like, man, it just we need a culture change. That's I mean, that's all there is to it. Like, we need an absolute culture change. That's 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 what we mean. Because if I'm a player and I'm sitting here and I'm like, what, dude, like, no one likes this dude. I mean, I've never seen the Bears this disorganized. Um, the tabloids were, remember in the beginning of the year, they were calling for Pace and Nagy to go. And they continue to be there. And I don't understand... I, I don't understand any of it um I don't understand I, I don't know man I just
0: it, it baffles me sorry I got a phone calling it through me the, there's you know what we don't have we, we don't have any way to finish games right now because the philosophy of almost just barely win if you do win um and the conservative coaching no we we've not finished off a team all year. Where we we had a cons- uh, a great victory that was just substantial uh, because we we don't do anything to get, position ourselves and that's so frustrating watching the Bears get, because we can get a lead and we will take our foot off the gas like you can't believe and then start managing the clock.
1: Well, like, we, we manage the it, clock now when we don't have leads. It's yeah, crazy. it's
0: it's just dumb. There's. Uh,
1: there's a lot of work to be done, but if I'm a head coach, I'm looking at the bones of this team, and I want in. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Bears fan. There's teams where I would want in also. I've said it on this program before. I'd want in at Jacksonville. Yeah, I would too. I think I think Trevor Lawrence is... And I know people are giving a lot of shit that he's not progressing the way he should be, but... Look, again, a lot of this is, like, where people fall, okay? Do you think Mac Jones would be any better with Chicago than he would be right now in New England? The answer is, yeah, he's way better in New England than he'd ever be in Chicago, and is the same. If if New England had Justin Fields, I think you'd be going, oh, my God, the Bears messed up. I think it's either way because I truly believe in certain... Certain people need certain coaches to succeed and other people just have raw talent and it doesn't matter where you put them, they're going to get the job done. Like, I think Russell Wilson's one of them. I mean, for years we keep saying, you know, Russell Wilson needs the run game, needs a run game. Is that a narrative of the coach or is that a narrative of the player? And to me, I lean more towards the coach. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And, and the only reason I'm bringing all this up is, I mean, there's still hope, like, Nagy, I don't think he ruined Trubisky. I really think Trubisky's that bad. I don't know if you saw him get in in the Buffalo game. I didn't. On Thanksgiving, but oof. He was – he's not good, man. He's uh, – I can look up the stats, but maybe, maybe, maybe I am being biased on that. But, like, he just was not very good.
0: Well, Trubisky's, you know – I, I still say when we drafted Trubitsky, I mean, you got a guy who had what one and a half years of college experience, and you and you draft him based on such a small sample size. So you really didn't know who you were getting. Number one, compared to the other people you could have drafted, maybe
1: he didn't get in the game. There's no stats for him. Oh well,
0: yeah. Well, that that's. I didn't watch that particular game, so that's like that's why I couldn't couldn't manage. Uh, to, to see where that was going or tell you anything about it. But, you know, we, we do have the basic skeleton of a team that you can put some flesh on those bones. And uh, literally, you know, I think we have a quarterback, potential quarterback for the future. I think we've got some good linebackers. I think I we think have. We've got some I just
1: want to address that, though. I, I, think, I think you're selling us way short on potentially – on the the bones part, I think we're in a great position. I think we're one coach and one offensive scheme away from being being at least playoff, a playoff team, playoff contenders. No, like I don't know about contenders. I mean, that just a playoff team. I mean, it, not, a contender yeah. means Super Bowl. We're not ready for that.
0: Yeah, I. I don't know if I agree with that, necessarily. I think we got a little bit more than that to, to go on, but I not dis- a time more. I
1: disagree. I disagree a lot. A lot with what you're saying there. And it, it drives me nuts. Name, If we ain't dead, we're averaging 16 fucking points a game. I mean, seriously? You want to go over the, all the close games and the scores? I mean, I'm being dead serious. Like, we all knew this would turn out. Like, okay... The Rams blow us out of the water. We only put up fourteen points. We somehow beat the Bengals. We only put up six points to, against the, the Browns. We then beat the Lions. Then we go. We beat the Raiders. Then we. I mean, Dad, look how good the Packers are this year. Correct? Correct. They're good. We're we'll agree yep. on that. We only lost to them by ten points. We only put up fourteen fucking points. Look at the wins. There is work to be done. The reason we are losing so bad is the scheming is God fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. I I, ran the ball. We went to Tampa Bay. We put up three points against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three points. We were the first team that year at that point in the year to have a hundred yard rusher against them. And you only put up three points. Shit
0: fucking scheming. More play action, please. Yeah. Well, we don't know what play action is in Chicago anymore because it just doesn't happen. We only lost 11 to the
1: 49ers. We only lost by two to the Steelers. We only lost three to the Ravens. I'm sorry. That's where I disagree. The bones are there. This is without Khalil Mack, by the way. This is without Hakeem Hicks. And this was without, you know, Eddie Jackson playing well, which... I've talked to Curtis about this from California. He corresponds with this program a lot. He believes that Sean Desai is actually taking Eddie Jackson out of the game completely, like not playing to his strengths. And, you know, I don't know if I agree, but I think there's something there that I need to look into. I haven't taken a deep look into it, but it does seem like Eddie Jackson all of a sudden is just a non-factor in this team. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, not as much as a non-factor as uh, Tariq Cohen. I mean, golly, is he still on? Even on the team? Yeah. Again, what? Okay, but again, Dad, is that
1: on Tariq? No answer. No. no, of course not. Exactly. We've talked about this. We're running in fucking circles. We're chasing our own goddamn tail on this podcast. Why is our medical staff so bad? It's the medical staff. Khalil Mack constantly hurt. Akeem Hicks constantly hurt. Everybody's constantly hurt, and no one is getting
0: better. Well, it's because we keep bringing guys back when they're still hurt to play. Is it
1: that, or is it misdiagnosis? Because I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm really I, starting to wonder. I think
0: it could be a combination of both, but I think it's a, a lot of well, like the team, Akeem, but the teams assign their own doctors, yeah, right? I know that's what I mean. I, I think it's like Akeem Hicks. You saw we rushed him back and what happened immediately he, he he gets the same issue and it gets reaggravated again i mean over and over again that's that's happened to him happened to a few other guys on the team too i just think they're so desperate to bring some key guys back that they won't let them heal up that is my opinion
1: no and i disagree with that a little bit too mm-hmm. i think there needs and let me tell you why i disagree in that because I believe that Hakeem Hicks wants to come back early. I believe that these players want to come
0: back early. You shouldn't allow that then.
1: Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Do you think it's really weird that, um, you know, three weeks, Russell Wilson played like dog shit. The doctor said he doesn't even know how he's on his f- the field. They said at the latest he, he recommended that he return in eight weeks. And uh, that's weird. Yesterday he played really, really good. And it was his eight-week return. That's when he was supposed to play. There There is a literal science to this. I think it's a mix. I think our medical staff is shit. It has to be. We're the only team this is happening to that I see. I think the medical staff is shit. On top of that, I think Nagy doesn't have the balls to tell people to sit your ass down. I'm the head coach. I would have told Akeem... We suck right now. We're not very good. We're going to be even worse if you go out there and you get hurt. Don't just let him go out and be like, hey, man, great enthusiasm. Great job. You're a team player. No, you're not. These players are going to do whatever it takes to get out on that field and play because it is part of their DNA as a competitor. You know what's a part of your DNA as a head coach? supposed to be strategy.
0: That's what it's supposed well, to be. It's also supposed to be you. systems and teams play best when they're healthy. And if you get a bunch of unhealthy guys out there who can't give it 110% and are just giving it 60%, 70%, you're going to get beat on plays because you're not healthy enough to, to, to stop them. So, you know, that's a big part of it too. A lot of these guys in the NFL have a bit of an ego on them and they think that that they can go out at seventy percent and run down a guy that they they normally could run down if they were at a hundred percent, but they can't. So the coach's job is to absolutely step in the gap and say, you know what, you're not healthy enough right now. You're not going in. But I don't think that happens. Not not with the Bears.
1: Mark Bowen, right? Am I saying the name right? Yeah is the medical director. He has been with the Bears since 1992. He is an orthopedic MD. Orthopedic surgeon, sorry. Um Studied medicine and all sports-related trauma. Blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? He sucks too, dude. Tariq should be back by now. He should at least... If he's not back, he should at least say, like, why Why don't they come out and say something along the lines of, hey, we know Tariq is, you know, he he's he's healthy, he's fully healthy, we're not going to play him, this season's not worth it, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. But we're getting
0: none of that. We're getting nothing. We're getting the sound of silence, which is the Bears' strategy when they don't know what to do. Why is this Mark Bone guy, like,
1: on the team since 1992? Easy paycheck, man. Well, how many years is that? You do the math. We're about, what, 30? Yeah, pretty close. I mean, come on, man. I'm, I'm yeah. not, I'm not yeah. trying to be a dick, but, like, I would just, like, why doesn't he get a microphone? I mean, <laughs> I want access to everyone. If This is why I can never be a real journalist is because I don't have journalistic uh, credibility. Like, I would just, everything would be, I would yell at people. But, like, I'm the kind of guy that if someone came on this podcast, right? Oh, that's. If someone came on this podcast and from the team or something, like, I would chew out. I would say everything to Matt Nagy that I'm saying now to his face, but I'd also be the same guy that would grab a beer with him afterwards. I mean. Yeah. Look, you're in the business of making millions of dollars and having people judge you, so you better have tough skin for that.
0: That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you got. Come on, if if you're in the public spotlight, you're gonna get you're gonna get both the glory and you're also gonna get the blame. But like, I think when
1: people hear me talk and sometimes get super aggressive, I've said this multiple times. Like, I'm not getting mad at him as a person. I'm getting mad because he sucks at his fucking job. Yeah. Like I'm sorry but if if you had a guy mow your yard for 4 years and every time he got done you had to go back over it cuz he missed stuff
0: wouldn't you say something yeah you would and and what would you think of the people that employed that same guy that messed up over and over again when he mowed your yard that they continued to to keep him what would you say about that organization oh well, that's what I'm saying yeah i mean it, it, i mean it's it's it, the fish still you, stinks from the head down doesn't it do you do you feel like the sports writers are
1: being hard enough i think i don't i wish we were you know you hear about new york media all the time but i wish chicago media would be a little harder towards well, people I, I really do i think they're starting to get much harder toward nate why is it just starting and now pace, why is it just starting now like well there were they're but, but 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 to my point real quick they're writing the i think what you're about to say is Yes, they're writing the articles, but why aren't they saying it in the press conference? Do they just not want to get kicked
0: out? Yeah, um, I, there there were a couple guys this spring. There was an excellent article. I wish I could tell you the guy who wrote it. That he came out with Pace and Nagy's um, draft, how they did overall in the draft, and basically tore them a new, a you know what, saying they're like one of the worst draft. Um, GMs and head coaches in the National Football League, and they had more success in the fourth and fifth rounds than they had in the first, second and third rounds. So what does that tell you? You know, when you have more success in the fourth and fifth round than you do in the first and second and third round of the NFL, that means you're really bad at picking people. And if you're really bad at picking people, then you have to look at. Well, do our scouts not give us I, good I, information? I,
1: you know what? I don't think it's scouts at all. I don't think or, scout. I guarantee. You know what? I'll put my name on this. I 100 guarantee it is not the scouts at all. It okay. is pure Ryan Pace fucking ego, Dad. We had people tell him. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I th- I think that that. I I think it, I think it, our head coach at the time, John Fox literally said to Sean Watson that to to me, dad, right there, that that's all I need to know that he is not listening to scouts.
0: Yeah. And, and so, you know, you begin to ask, why do you even employ scouts then? If you're if you're not if you're not going to take their advice, uh, why do you even employ them? So that people like
1: us don't ask questions. I mean, you know what I mean. He's basically like they're just there as con- like they're just dummies. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like you know, and the mob would send people to work construction. They'd just sit there on the job all day, and no one would ask questions. I think that's how Nagy's treating the scouts. He's just like, hey, go do your thing, but you guys are idiots. I know so much more than you. I really like. I'm being
0: serious. I 100% believe that. Yeah, I it could be. I I don't know the, I you know we're we're not inside the organization though. We would love to to be little mice running around. And, yeah, they and listen want to, to that. that. They wouldn't
1: want to employ it. I the day I would take a paycheck for the Bears and they would tell me what I can and cannot say. There's no way I would stop doing this. I wouldn't. Yeah, there's. I mean, I'm being dead serious. I want to do this because. We got into doing this one because it's fun for each other. Mm-hmm. Two, we wanted to give a voice to the fans too. I mean, I know we're just a little small, tiny, tiny, tiny crumb morsel, whatever. But you know, I don't think people. I could be wrong. I don't listen to. I'm going to be completely honest too. I don't. When you when you, I listen to a couple bears podcasts here and there. The reason I don't, and it's not, I just want to throw this out there. It's not because I'm arrogant and I'm like, well, I know the best and my dad knows the best and 34 to glory. That's, we know. No, I don't want their tones and stuff like. You don't want to to be
0: biased by them.
1: No, no, no. Not that. That's not what I'm saying at all. Okay. I don't want to pick up their tendencies, their cadences. I don't want to pick up their takes. Even though it might be subconscious, I'd be like, ooh, I never thought of that before. I'm going to bring that up. And that happens. Yeah. I caught myself doing some of that, and I'm like, nah, that's not authentic. Now, I will go back and listen to it, but also, and I think everyone that knows this, you know, when we're really bad, it sucks to listen to bear stuff, you know? M- maybe we need to be more fun, and I, I know what we're trying to be here and there, but... I think the problem with that is you and me get way too passionate. I yeah. know I surely do. Well, I
0: I do too. And, and and we've always wanted to make sure we kept this real, right? That we just didn't pretend. Yeah, I mean we that, let you know, the dog out hey, like four times. Yeah, it's, it's not, not even edited. Yeah, I know. It's 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 it, we've never wanted this to be rah rah sis boom bah You know, it, it would almost mirror the naggy pace. You know, yeah. Don't want to be and, the company man. We, we don't want to be that. We we just want to be who we are, and and the bears haven't been who they are they, no. they they've been a fake this
1: year you almost could say the bears are who we thought they were
0: and we let them off the hook oh my gosh <laughs> uh yes yes oh that that quote will live in infamy it surely will i just
1: i just the way we're going about things and the way we're doing things like yeah i i wish we would be in the position where like i'm never gonna get on a Maybe maybe this is hypocritical of me. I'm never going to get on a player for for not being... Uh, you know what? This isn't hypocritical of me. I'm not going to get on a player if I see that they're trying, right? If I see that they give a damn. The problem with Nagy and why I get on him and ride his ass all the time is because he doesn't give a damn, and he's not trying, and nothing is changing, and everything continues to stay the same. And it, it's hard, man, and that's why I would yell at him. Like, I I wouldn't yell at him because he'd probably like get off this program and get pissed or something. But I just I would love to propel this podcast to the point where we could get on some former players, or we could do so and have an honest, candid conversation, and then also talk about things that are not football related at all, and just ask him questions like. I don't know anything like do a little research on them and then talk about it, but make it feel natural. And like, I'd also like to, I I don't like when a guy goes on a program and like, I think part of my take does the best job and the Levitard show does too, of really like loosening people up to make it not completely like scripted. Yeah. Like, I don't want a player to go through just, you know, player talk and stuff. But I know this is kind of weird. We're talking about our aspirations. On, it's like a meeting on air. But,
0: <laughs> you know, we're just trying to liven up. Yep. So so do we want to cover a little bit about the upcoming game? Not really, but we will.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't. I mean, let's talk about it. Uh, it's Rogers' last game. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to be fired up. Oh, wait, Can I ask you something, too? Why sure. is everyone acting like this isn't his last year in Green Bay? I don't know. Like, I've heard coworkers say this. I've heard analysts go, well, if he wins it, no. No, why would he hold out for them to restructure his contract to let him out to where the contract says he can leave? He can oh, leave. Oh, sorry. I'm... We're trying to multitask here, and Arsenal just had a shot on goal. It's it's crazy soccer time, too. I didn't want to let people know I was watching the game until there. That was a good shot. Damn it. What was I saying? Yeah, we were, we were, <laughs> we're talking about, about Rodgers and getting
0: out of his contract.
1: Why wouldn't he leave? He's not happy there. He's, I'll tell you what's yeah, going to happen. Gone. Him and Devontae Adams will be Steelers next year, and then the AFC North can deal with that fucking guy. I mean seriously, yeah. he goes to the Steelers they're going to be good.
0: Yeah. I'm and I'm okay that if Love is their quarterback. I'm 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 really okay no, with I that. am
1: more than okay. You guys have had that many decades and you have two two, two Hall of Famers
0: and back to back. And back how many to back. how many teams ever get that? So, you know, you're not going to get three Hall of Famers back well, to back. I the, guarantee. Well,
1: the you. the 49ers did and they did pretty good with championships.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They they did it the right way. So, so here here's I mean, come on. Let's let's face it with this upcoming game. Let's just tell the truth, like we always do, and that is they're going to kill us. I mean, they're it's going to be a slugfest in terms of. Um, Roger's going to throw that ball all around the field, especially if if it's fairly good weather for the game. Um, if it's crappy weather, we might even have a outside chance. If if but but not much of one.
1: No, I don't care if it's a monsoon, we lose. I, how are you even like your optimism is beyond me.
0: No, I'm just saying if, if it's if it's a rainy day like like the other day, it's a possibility that the the Rogers pass game is not nearly effective on a rainy, windy day, and that it's run don't against care. run.
1: I don't. You know why, dude? I'm telling you, man. Do not do this. Do not. Don't talk about weather. Weather is literally a non-factor in this game. None. He's going to win. He literally said, I've owned you. I've owned you my whole fucking career. So you think that man who said that weeks ago is going to be like, well, darn the weather. I'm not going to be able to throw as good. No, this is his last go with Green Bay with the Bears. He is going to put the fucking screws to us. Mm -hmm. So get ready. I don't buy into that bullshit at all. Hey, I know you're trying to be optimistic. I really do. But man, I think when, when when you don't piss that guy off and he has had that chip. I don't know why. I don't know why it's there for us, but it's there. He, he literally, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like he went out of the way and said, yep, this is the oldest rivalry. Yep, I'm going to make sure that we never lose. This is going to be one thing I'm known
0: for. So I'm going to bring something up that seems totally irrelevant right now. But it's because I really dislike Aaron Rodgers a a great deal. And that is, why does Antonio Brown, who misrepresented his vaccine status, get a three-day suspension, three-game suspension, I'm sorry? And Aaron Rodgers, who basically announced to the entire world that he was vaccinated, he doesn't get any kind of suspension whatsoever.
1: You know, and I'm glad you brought this up.
0: I think this is absolutely... I, and you, here's the deal. It, it just looks so, for me, from the head of office, it just looks so hypocritical to me. It's kind of like superstar Aaron Rodgers, superstar, doesn't get touched when he m- misrepresents his v- vaccine status. And Antonio Brown, who once was a superstar, he's not now. He gets a three-game suspension as well as another guy on the team also got a three-game suspension with Tampa Bay. And it's like, well, wait a second here. This is this is not right.
1: Well, here's the thing. I have talked to people and people who say this, and if you're a part of this and this is a part where you disagree with me on the program, that's fine. We don't have to see eye and eye. I just think if you don't think that they both did the same thing, then you're absolutely crazy. Because regardless, both were unvaccinated. I don't care that he faked a card. Rodgers lied, and the Packers themselves knew that he was unvaccinated. So what's the difference? He's still going around to the media, he's still talking to them. If anything, Aaron Rodgers is at more fault because I guarantee you the media wants to talk to him way more than they ever wanted to talk to um, Antonio Brown about things. It's it's the same thing, folks. It's the exact same thing. It's the same offense. Everything is the exact same. So, I just... I, I, where... Because he faked the card, Aaron Rodgers got up and lied to everyone. Yeah. And if you don't, okay, if you don't think he lied, when they said, have you been vaccinated? He said, yes. He, or no, sorry. He said, yeah, I've been immunized. Right. Yeah. That's all it takes. Right. Yeah. Hey, dad, did you grab the, did you grab me some milk? Yeah. That's yes. That's a freaking yes. Yeah. He,
0: He wasn't talking about polio, folks. He wasn't talking about his measles vaccine. We all know what the vaccine question was about. And when you answer yes to it, it's not about polio. It's not about measles. It's related to COVID. And everyone knows it. Yeah. The end.
1: Yeah, he was being a complete jerk about it. So you
0: you could tell as a Bears fan, I don't like the Packers. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I did actually like Brett Favre. I I I will admit no, that no, even no, though even though even though Brett owned us, I I like the way he played football because he looked like he was having fun.
1: Okay, I'm glad he said you liked the way he played
0: football. Yes, yeah, yeah. Some of his recent remarks, uh, I do not, I, I do not, not I, I think, do not believe in anything, any of Brett Favre's political or social stands. Yeah, want to be real clear about that.
1: Yeah, think. Yeah, we want to separate ourselves from yeah, that.
0: Yeah, yeah, very much so. Very much, But I love the way he played football. He played it with enthusiasm. He played it with grit. He played it with toughness. And he had fun. He brought fun back into the game. Kind of like why I like the fact that Cam Newton's back. Do I think Cam Newton's great? Still? No. But he's doggone fun to watch. He's a good time. So... Speaking of bad times, yeah. we're, we're both in agreement that we're g- probably going to get our butts kicked, probably yeah, going to get Cam, a kickback.
1: Cam, Cam Newton's really bad.
0: That was kind of... Yeah, yeah, he's really bad, but he, I, I still enjoy him. I still enjoy No, when's him. the last time you watched a game? Um, with Cam Newton? Yeah. Well, the last game he had, which was really a stinker. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the one before that was actually pretty good. He got benched. benched. He's not yeah.
1: starting now. Yeah. You know this, right? I do know that.
0: But the one, the one game he had before was actually kind of fun to watch.
1: Well, yeah, because they won. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Was it that fun? I don't know. I disagree. We're gonna have to disagree on that. All right. The one point we can't agree on that the the line, um, the line for the game is twelve and a half. Right now, I don't. Do you think they cover that?
0: I don't know. I
1: think they do. I think they do too. I think it's pretty bad. I think it's pretty ugly. Well, he's going to go out with fireworks. Uh, I think it's a big disadvantage that we've already played this theme before because, like, we've been the whole theme on this entire podcast. Is that we don't make adjustments?
0: Yeah, I was, I was You took the words right out of my mouth. Hey, he's going to say see the same team, and we will not make a single adjustment in what we've done.
1: No, no, not so, at all. Why? Yeah. Why would we? Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: because we'll we'll just continue to try to do the same thing and hope it works this time.
1: Yeah, it, it's 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 absolutely insane and ridiculous. <sighs> I just i I think you have to do the factor of what I just said about Aaron Rodgers and why he's so mad. Like I don't did he just he has this chip like we didn't draft him. Yeah, I know. I mean, we didn't technically, but it's like okay, buddy, and everyone else passed too. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Just why? Why? Why us? You know, and it 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 absolutely sucks, and it just. Uh, I don't know, man. It just it's it's very it's very frustrating.
0: Bears fans, do what you do what we've always done uh, during these kind of games is uh pour yourself an ice cold one and, and and try to and try to get
1: through, man. And and fuck the NFL. This is injustice. This is this game should have been flexed out. Yeah. Like wh- I know. I, I, I what is it with that? I'm tired of being shit And going to play these Thursday night... For what? Why are we playing Sunday night? Can we, like, put this on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon so I can watch actual other good football and get the taste out of my mouth by the time... No, I have to go to bed angry now. Because I'm going to admit it. Just talking about the Packers gets me wound up. Maybe I do know why Aaron Rodgers hates us so much. Because even though we're this bad... God, do I want to beat them on Sunday? Yeah, well, that's
0: that's that was where I came with. Oh, I hope hope it's a bad weather game because I just want a chance to beat them because they're the Packers and the yeah. Packers but you should you should have prefaced this. I should have prefaced that. it like that. But you know you know me. I didn't know what you meant. I thought yeah. you were just yeah. Mister Optimism. Yeah. No, I, no. I had no idea. You, you know me, buddy. I I I want to beat the Packers every time we play them. I do too when I hear their
1: ass I get super I just get so pissed off I do too because there's you know what if I can't stand that smart let's let's end on this because I've been fascinated to think about this. We don't do this this much but who wins that division next year oh man I mean think about it it's literally wide Uh-oh. open. Zimmer I bet Zimmer's
0: gone. You can drive a semi tractor through that. So, but right,
1: but let's talk about it. Let's that's what I'm trying to say right now. Yeah, Mike Zimmer's gone, right? Nagy's gone. There's going to be coaching changes. Uh, Lafleur probably stays, Dan Campbell stays. So, it's a three man race, (laughs) it's a three team (laughs) race now because Dan, you know, Dan Campbell's in. But who wins? It's either uh, between I'm putting it's us, Vikings, Packers, right? Man. This could be the worst division in football
0: just well, after Rodgers well, I, leaves. I, I was going to say it it could be like how Washington and and Dallas and the Giants were last year. Remember? I don't I'm, get Dallas I right mean, now. I mean I'm I i do not get Dallas either. But remember they were all they were all like had losing records and they were going yeah, into the, the playoffs. They were
1: calling them the NFC least. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I mean we could have a division just like that next year. We really could,
1: and I, I think, I think it honestly, and I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. Like as far as franchise quarterbacks go in that division, we are the closest. Yeah, right now we are. We are the closest because Rodgers is going to leave. Cousins is not the answer. Um, I, although he played, I, I don't understand that. That's that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Lions are going to have to find someone and develop them, but the Lions and development doesn't go hand-in-hand
0: at all. It's like army intelligence.
1: Yeah, I mean, every day I complain about the Bears, I say, well, thank God I'm not a Lions fan. (laughs) With all this being said, I think that division is so wide open that I really don't know where to go with it. If I was a betting man, I would just bet on the Bears and root for a good time. Yep. That's what I, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing, because other than that, I don't know how you I don't know how you come back from. I, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, we've gotten some help from Bud and Light. They, you know, they've they've helped us out.
1: Yeah, but on a on a real note, like it's going to be very interesting. I, there's going to be a lot of changes, hopefully, you know. That's what I'm really hoping about is, and, and when Nagy does get fired, I mean, we're, we're going to probably pick a Saturday, open up the phone lines, get people calling, get stuff lined up, because talk about a day of celebration. Oh man,
0: we want to hear from all of you that day. Also, I mean, just call.
1: Also, as long, even even if you need to just leave a voicemail, yeah. you
0: put we'll a bunch of it.
1: questions on there, we'll play it. Um, but Pace has to go, too. We're in agreement, yeah, right? Yeah. Pace yeah, has to go, too. Come on. It's a dual package, people.
0: It, it's got to it's be one two, package. It's two for one. It is. One it's pri- a two for...
1: One price, two jerks. <laughs> there we go. I mean, seriously. Jerks was nice. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. The price is uh, two for one, you know? Yeah. One price, two assholes. All right. So... <laughs> That's enough of this podcast. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Remember, it's always a good time when you... Bear down. I tried that last week. It didn't go as good as it just did there. We'll see you next
0: week. Bye, guys.